Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Today, I thought we'd do something fun. Me and Sunny are hanging out at home together, and um, I was Googling, and I was, what did I Google? I, I Googled junk journal trends. I just randomly stuck something in there to check out. And uh, I came up with, you know how Google does, it asks a bunch of questions like, why do people not like journaling? Is there a downside to journaling? What are the other questions? Should a throwaway old journals? Um, What is, you know, this kind of stuff. What do people put in junk journals? So I thought I'd ask myself the question and then I'd see what the people wrote and see if I'm even close to anything that they said. It's going to be kind of random fun today. So let's see how this goes. Okay, so the first question is, why is junk journaling so popular? Um, Okay, my answer is going to be, um, I would say it's because it's a way to leave a legacy. It's a way to have fun with paper. It's a way to pull a lot of different techniques and skills and uh, craft styles together in one Uh, conglomerate project it's a cool way to make a book and maybe you know I think a lot of people are uh, they love the idea of making their own books Um, and it's just plain a lot of fun it can be a historical thing it can be a uh, uh, something to uh, memorialize somebody it can be an heirloom it can be a wedding gift and um, they just have so many possibilities because of all the different kinds of journals we can make. Um, I just think it, it really, I don't know, taps on a lot of different souls out there in a similar way. Um, I was just talking with a lady today who said that she, um, she missed the whole craft uh, scrapbook boat like I did. I didn't really scrapbook, but I just jumped into junk journaling when I discovered it. It just intrigued the heck out of me uh, when I saw the concept. Um, and I thought it was so cool. So let's see what they said. They said, and who has said this? House of Mahalo said, um, A junk journal is a book that is made, usually by hand, out of found and recycled materials, such as paper scraps, book pages, music sheets, maps, illustrations, and ephemera. Think stamps, ticket stubs, postcards, greeting cards, fussy cut pictures, etc., and a place where you can record your thoughts and ideas. Well, that sounds like a pretty good explanation. I think hers was probably better than mine. Okay, the next question is, what do people put in junk journals? Okay, my answer is going to be... um, well, you can write in a journal, you can put ephemera, you can put, um, you know, quotes, poems, thoughts, dreams, recipes, um, you know, and the ephemera being, oh, I can kind of steal from my fundals, uh, the antique ledger, the uh, old checks, old receipts, old postcards, old tickets, um, stamps, uh, rubber stamps, postage stamps, envelopes, greeting cards, um, oh gosh, there's so many things we can put in them. Um, did I say photographs? Photographs, um, stickers, washi tape, uh, glitter glue. Um, we can put page tabs, page trim, uh, little dangly things, spine dang. Oh my gosh, this, this could go on forever, couldn't it? Okay, let's see what they said. They said, um, well, the actual answer of what is a juncture came... T- The answer is others use them as sketchbooks and art journals or to write poetry and short stories inside. And some people use junk journals as bullet journals or planners to keep track of their goals and to-do lists. Actually, that's what I I use them for to-do lists a lot. Reading lists and so on. Here, um, and also gratitude journals. And that was, that's also by 
not mouse of Mahalo. It's house of Mahalo. Okay, there you go. What is the most popular size of junk journal? Okay, I'm going to guess eight and a half by five, but I like to do nine by six just because then I just fold an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and it fits magically. I don't have to trim it. So let's see what they said. Oh, they said um, A5. I think that's a European or an English thing. But a standard junk journal is usually about the size of A5 or roughly 8 by 5 or 9 by 6. Oh, yay. Okay, I was pretty darn close. This is a great size for beginners as you don't have to trim your pages as much. <laughs> I love that. Most A4 size sheets of paper will fit just right inside a standard size junk journal. And I think that A4, A5 stuff comes from England, if I'm not, I might be incorrect there, but I think that's right. That's also from House of Mahalo. Um, this whole set of questions might be from them. Um, what do I need to make a junk journal? Well, let's see. Um, you need some uh, paper <laughs> and uh, something for the cover. It can be the cover of an old book or you can construct the cover from scratch with cereal boxes or cookie boxes or some chipboard from the back of an art journal. Um and uh, then a little imagination. I mean, that's something you're going to need some glue or tape, uh, maybe some pretty papers to make signature pages out of, or maybe to cover the front and the back, or maybe some material to cover the front and the back covers, um, and, I, and some string to sew in your signatures. And that would be the basics. And then if you want to do decorating, then you might need... Um, you know, fabric and buttons and maybe little metal objects or found items. Well, who knows? I mean, we can go in so many different directions with that. But I would say the basics, paper, light paper for the signatures, uh, maybe stiffer paper to cover the uh, journal itself, maybe some scrapbook paper, something like that. Okay. Uh, it, it says, what do you need to make a junk journal? The answer was um, by Compass and Ink. Um, junk journals are made from gathered materials. Maybe you have some old scrap paper you're not using or some old magazines lying around, or perhaps you have a half-used notebook you could rip the pages out of if you can't find pages you like, don't worry. Okay, so that was a pretty good answer. Okay. Um, the next your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Next question is, do junk journals have to be vintage? Absolutely not. Um, vintage, my answer is absolutely not. They, it's just a style and a choice. I mean, there's, I've seen a lot of modern day junk journals made to look modern or this time era. Um, and I think they're awesome. I think of vintage as at least 20 years old or older, um, up until 100 years old, and then I call it antique. That's my particular definition. If you look up, there's many definitions of the word vintage and antique depending on the context of the terms, like it might be different for cars than it is for books, that type of thing. So um, I, that's what I use in my head. I don't know if it's actually accurate, but that's my thinking. So to be to have to be vintage would have to at least be 20 years old. No, I don't think that's an absolute. I think it's, uh, it's just a designer's choice 
Let's see what they say. What you what can be used to create a junk journal is pretty much endless. Some people like me create junk journals to look old or vintage, and use papers and materials that are coffee or tea dyed to look old. We also really love to discover things like old ledgers and advertisements to use as well. The older, the better. That was by T. Marie Hilton. Okay, so there you go.、Um, the next question is: How many pages should a junk journal be? Well, I mean that's that's an interesting question because.、Um, There's no one is best. Some people like small journals, thinner journals. Some people like thicker, chunkier, chunky monkeys that are exploding with stuffed journals. It's that's a personal taste, but you will see all of them out there, and they're I think they're all fun to make. I think I highly recommend you give every one of the styles a go just to see what floats your boat, because you might be surprised at what you truly enjoy in the end. If you've never tried it, how do you know you you, you might not fall in love with it? Sometimes there's nothing more fun than sitting down and making a very basic, simple journal that only has one signature, and you don't even poke holes in it to do your three-hole pamphlet stitch to sew your signature in, but you just use your sewing machine, and maybe you take 15 pages or 20 pages of regular. Uh, 20-pound、um, printer paper, and you fold it in half, and you just sew. Use your sewing machine to sew it into the center of your journal, and you are done、uh, of your cover, and then you are done、uh, as far as the basic construct. And that can be very fulfilling because you've cranked it out. And actually, that's a really nice gift. And maybe do a mild little bit of decorating if you need a gift, maybe an ad hoc gift for a quick. You got invitation to a tea party or a housewarming or.、Um, Something like that. Oh, that just gave me an idea. I am going to a housewarming party, and um, um, so I think that would be very nice、um, to have in your back pocket for the last-minute gift ideas for the pet sitter, the teacher,、um, the milkman. Do we have those anymore? Probably not.、Um, but you know, folks like that, or any folks like your sister, or you could give her that.、Uh, I'm not telling you what you should give your sister. Give your sister whatever you think you should give your sister, but they 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 don't take that long to make, but they they're very personal because you handmade a book and gave it to somebody. I guess that's what I'm trying to get across is that it has great inherent value because it's a book, and more value because it's a handmade book, and even more value because it's a handmade book by you to them. There you go. Okay,、right, let's see what they said. You'll want about 10 to 20 pieces of paper, which cut down will get you 20 to 40 pieces, and folded will have 80 to 160 pieces. They must have some really big papers when they're starting, and very small journals when they're done.、Uh, you can add or subtract as you go, but I found this is a good starting place. Well, there you go, Compass and Ink. Thank you very much.、Um, how many signatures in a junk journal?、Um, I've ranged from one to 12. That's my range, and I, my happy place is probably. Three or four, with a slight skew towards one, if I'm just making a simple journal. But yes, those would be the my happy places.、Um, yeah. See, let's see what they said. I'm curious. Signatures are really very simple to make, and depending on how big you want your junk journal to end up, dict- dictates how many signatures you make. I like to have a minimum of four signatures, each containing eight to ten pages in them. Watch. Okay, so that's medium.com.、Um, I. I. She puts eight to ten pages in each. I probably put at least twelve myself, and then I overstuff the heck out of it. Now there is something to be said. Fewer signatures, with fewer pages, you can put more signatures in, and your book will lay better. It will look neater when you look down the top from the top of the book, looking into the signatures. 
Things will be more nice and tight around the spine area. So if that's a concern, you'll want to go with more signatures, fewer pages in each signature and just cram them in together more tightly. Because if you have fewer signatures and more pages per signature, you're going to get that like gapping effect right where the signatures meet the spine. It doesn't bother me. Um, but I found that 12 pages on average and in and three to four signatures, depending on the width of the book, um, is not bad. And it's a good idea when you're making your signatures, like grab them before you sew them in and put them in your book cover and see how they nestle. See if you like how they nestle. And remember, leave room for expansion if you plan on decorating. There you go. All right. Um, do people sell their junk journals? Yes, I'm going to say, because <laughs> I'm one of those people. Um, and yes, we do. And I think initially it's very scary to sell a junk journal because it feels like a giant collection of your artwork in one item. And we're concerned about being judged. We're concerned that somebody won't like it. Um, what will they think of it? Will it fall apart? There's a lot of fear, I've, you know, with the average junk journal maker, like, oh my gosh, you know, did I do this right? Is it adhered well? Will it, you know, explode into 10 pieces once they touch it um, and then do they like the style do they like the color will, will they spend time looking through it I mean there's a lot of things that go through your mind but if you can kind of gather your fears and bring them back to hone them in and remember that the, the joy is in the making of the journal and the having the having the fun while you're making the journal and once you release it to the universe and you let it go you can't control anybody else's thoughts opinions feelings towards that journal you just Hope they enjoy it and release it and then just be on to your next journal. That's what I highly recommend. And, um, you know, just um, if they do like it, that's like icing on the cake. So there you go. Okay. What did they say? Etsy is probably the most common place for people to sell their journals. Um, it's an online market for handcraft creations. They're therefore a perfect place to find people who might be searching for a junk journal. Um, that was Compass and Ink. And I think that's a very fair answer. Um, Etsy is probably the biggest place to find them. You can also find them on eBay, um, Facebook Marketplace sometimes, maybe Craigslist. Um, um, what else? I think there's other places. Oh, like consignment shops, art consignment shops, um, uh, church bazaars, craft shows. Flea markets, I don't know. I've never seen them there, but I'm sure somebody's probably selling them there. I know I saw them at a craft show at the beach that somebody was, that was one of my first places I saw and actually bought a fabric junk journal. It was really cool. I've never really seen any many of them like that before, but I ended up giving it to a, 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 my friend, her daughter, to her daughter, and she loved it. And had It was all fabric and had these fabric pockets and she could tuck her little feathers and whatever she found in her world in there. And I just thought it was such a cool concept. And, um, so that was that. And, um, let's see what else. Um, here's another question. How do you start a junk journal for beginners? Okay. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, so that answer was Compass and Inc. Okay, so how do you start a junk turtle for beginners? Okay, I would say gather junk, be brave, get your scissors and your glue ready, and maybe uh, uh, like a, a ruler of some sort so you can measure or tear if you need to. I'm not a big measurer myself. I find workarounds for that, but if you're new, maybe you'll feel more comfortable measuring in the beginning. And then you're gonna need something to poke holes with into your journal or somehow adhere your signatures or the mini notebooks that all make up a big book inside the journal. And um, you can use something as simple as a hammer and nail to poke the holes, or you can use a a strong needle a little harder to get through there because it can be very thick and hard to get through. So you kinda, you wanna whack a mole it with a hammer and nail. It's a great way to do it if you have a, Crocodile 2 Big Bite? Yeah, you're probably not a beginner, so we won't answer that. Um, but that's a good place to start. Or, you know, there's nothing wrong with a good old staple. Get in there and staple it or, or hand sew it. If you can figure out how to do that, probably need to punch those holes. Um, and um, what else? You don't even need to do the three-hole pamphlet stitch. You can do elastic cording and just slip pages underneath so they can be removed later and replaced, like in a travel journal. So let's see what they said. How to start junk journaling uh, by Compass and Inc. They said, step one, find a place to log all of your junk journal inspiration and tutorials. Um, Step two, get some basic junk journaling supplies. Step three, learn the basics of junk journaling. Step four, start a collection of materials for future junk journals. (laughs) Welcome to the horde, people. Um, I added that. Step five, start experimenting. That's actually a very good laid out approach of what the walk is going to be like. There is great joy in the hunt when you are out there looking and swashbuckling across the world looking for items to put in your junk journal. You're going to find a lot of things. They're going to come your way. Everything is going to look like a craft supply. I promise you, it just happens. So I think that was a really good answer. Okay. Um, How do you actually write in a junk journal? Well, you get a pen or a pencil and you put it on the paper and you make words. And that's pretty much it. Um, But the fun of writing in a junk journal versus a regular journal might be you might tuck little secret notes and things like that in pockets or tucks or envelopes or there might be little surprise places where there's going to be some pretty stationery that opens up or um, some pretty journal cards for you to write on the back of. So it kind of takes journal writing to the next level where you can express yourself in different ways on different objects or items in your junk journal. It becomes more of a an explore and an adventure as opposed to sitting down and reading a book. You're actually adventuring through the book. Yeah. Okay, let's see what they said. Uh, they said, but the truth is that you can write whatever you like in a junk journal. If you're making a journal for yourself, then it's your own personal space space with which to record your innermost thoughts and learn more about yourself, the world around you, or some other topic you're interested in. And that's House of Mahalo. Well, there you go. That's a very sound answer as well. Um, how do you... Okay, here's the next question. How do you decorate inside a junk journal? Um, well, that's a big question, isn't it? I would say... Half of that is your tools, um, and then half of it is imagination. And somehow the the two things come together, blend and blossom, and you get inspiration maybe from looking at others' ideas or watching videos or uh, you just random thoughts that will pop up into your head, like wouldn't it be cool if, and next thing you know, you're off and running making paper flowers. Um, Maybe you're making um, 
snippet rolls. Maybe you're making decorated envelopes that day. Maybe you're making altered paper clips another day. Maybe you're making belly bands another day. And next thing you know, you've got a ton of stuff and it's time to make your journals. Or you're just gonna make it per page. Like, I'm just gonna focus on this page today. I'm gonna play on one page. I give myself the gift of one page. I'm gonna just have a lot of fun with it. And, and it's gonna be completely different than the next page. I'm not following any thought pattern, any theme. I'm just meandering through, or hey, I am following a theme. And I'm looking and finding and searching for things that look like birds or nature or flowers, and I'm gonna add those to my journals. It's, it's just quite a journey. I wanna see how they answered this one. Oh, it's a video. So, um, oh, that's all I got. It's, it's a, a whole video. Oh, it's oh, <laughs> funny. It's my video. <laughs> It's called How to Decorate a Junk Journal Page. One easy idea. Oh, okay, that's hilarious. Now, I, I don't even remember what I said in the journal in the video, but um, there you go. That is really funny. <laughs> okay, um, uh, why is it called a junk journal? Did we answer that? Let's. This is the next question. Okay, we'll wrap it up with this one. Because I think we use everyday items that might otherwise end up in the trash, and we just incorporate them and bring them into... A book form and transform something that might have been thrown out into something that could be quite useful or beautiful or inspirational um, or um, historical maybe one day or um, um, heirloom-ish if you will um, we hope we hope that's all we can do is hope and uh, there you go so I think we had some fun answering the Google questions today. I hope you like those. I had a lot of fun um, doing those with you. So that was kind of something different to talk about. But uh, I hope you're having fun out there. Remember, there's 25% off DigiKits all of August through of 2023. Um, it includes the digital uh, computer files only, not the print, printed and mailed. But um, yeah, a great time. It's sort of craft or Christmas right now where we start getting our supplies and everything ready for all the Christmas gifts we're going to handcraft for our family and friends. So if it's your crafter Christmas time, it's a great time to pile up on digis. Get a good deal on them right now at the Paper Outpost uh, Etsy shop. And um, the easiest way to find that is www.thepaperoutpost.com. All one word, thepaperoutpost.com. And um, there you go. So happy crafting, everybody. I hope you're having fun out there. And remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. Bye.